Hey, welcome back. Thanks for finding us once again. The Cool Dad Rules. Bill Adams here, and I want to uh, really thank you again so much for uh, spreading the podcast along, spreading the word, getting the message out, and this, too, reaching out as well. You know, I'm always kind of encouraging you to reach out, ask questions, have suggestions, put on there a list of people you'd like me to talk to for parenting experts, and I can offer the, the parenting opinion on. Got a really interesting Facebook message probably about seven or eight days ago from, uh, from one of you folks. And he said, Bill, love the show. Thank you very much. There's a topic I would love to see you cover someday, and it's this. I'm almost positive my kid is being bullied at school. And he, and he left it at that. So I'm thinking, okay, I need to follow up on that one. I need to know what's going on there. Just try to get some more information. And what he offered up was this. Um, he's in fifth grade. It's a boy. And he's even more positive now. He's getting bullied at school. And I'm thinking, okay, we've covered this before. I think I've got my take on this whole thing. I think I got a pretty good idea on how to stop a kid from getting bullied. And then he adds this. Here's the zinger. The bully is his teacher. And he's petrified and terrified to even to go into school anymore. And I said, whoa, okay, this is a totally, totally different scene. And actually, believe it or not, one that actually hits really close home to me because uh, when I was a little bit younger than that in third grade, I ran into the same thing. And you may be thinking, okay, this is just, this is the younger generation of kids. We're just, we're, we're helicopter parenting them and we won't let them settle their own issues. It can be a lot more serious than that. So for the expert opinion here, I've got a lady on the line. She's perfect to talk to. I've wanted to talk to her for a long time. Barb Daniels has written a couple of different books for the real younger ones here about self-esteem, overcoming bullying. In fact, her second book that just recently came out is about this very same topic when the teacher happens to be the bully. With all that said, Barb, thanks for being here. I appreciate your time. Oh, yes. I'm going to enjoy talking about this, Bill, because this all happened to my grandson. So it's a true story. Yeah, just like you're saying, third grade happened to him. Really? I so wonder, I just had to write the book. I wonder if that's a common you know, grade for this to happen. Barb, before I even get into this, I got to get this out of the way, because it's almost like when I, when I do an introduction like that, I can hear listeners saying, we're making these kids cream puffs. They're snowflakes. No, it, we're talking about a really <laughs> serious situation here, though. This, I mean, let's differentiate yeah. between just a kid not wanting to go to school and where right. I mean, it can really happen where we're talking about a teacher being a bully. Yeah, absolutely. Totally different. Uh I just, I, I had no idea it was that bad until my grandson react. He lives with me and his mom and my 95-year-old mom mm. and my brother. We all live together. And he would come home every day crying wow. in third grade. And I was like, whoa, this is something, this is, doesn't seem right at all. That shouldn't and be the my case. my daughter yeah. went and called. No, she called some of the other boys' mothers. And they said, yeah, our boys are coming home crying too. So, um you know, then I thought, uh-oh, this this probably is a real thing. This is not just him not wanting to go to school. So um, we went into the principal and said, could we have him switch to another teacher? The mm -hmm. principal said no. Right. And we ended up having to pull him out. Mm. And I started homeschooling him, and he was traumatized so badly. We went to a counselor that um, he had to get on, on medication. Wow. And I mean, it, it was really severe. And so, you know, I kept him home and homeschooled him for about a year. And then we tried to get him back in school again. He was still too upset to even try to go in there. So we finally found a private school where it was much smaller. The teachers were really, really nice. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, he started to, to thrive and he loves it at this new place. Well, Barb, so that, I should, that should tell you then it's not your grandson. There was definitely something it, in the exactly. system there. Exactly. 
Exactly. Good point, Bill. Yeah, that's that's as soon as that happened, I went, okay, fine. Now I know this is really real. This really did. Ha- I mean, I knew it. I knew he wasn't lying. But still, you begin to think, oh, gee, I wonder if, yeah, are they overreacting? Yep, because he's definitely not a cream puff. So, uh, you know, he's a gifted kid. And so I thought, okay, maybe he's being overly sensitive because of giftedness. But no, this this teacher really was a bully. And the other boys were upset about it, too. So, we, so, it was so that's cl- why I wrote the book. I don't blame you. Yeah. It was clearly a situation where it wasn't just your, son, your grandson isolated either. What kinds of things w- would the teacher do? Because I can tell you, I remember... I mean, clearly back to my third grade, I'll tell you here in a minute, but but like what kinds of things would he complain about? Well, she basically what he said was that um, when she would get all upset with the class, no matter what they did wrong, you know, she would yell about it and she was never happy with what they did. And she would pick on them and say, oh, you did this wrong or that wrong. And it was just like they they never could do anything right. Yeah. So they were always felt like there there was something wrong with them, you know, And, and after a while that wears on you, you know, you start to think it's you and it really wasn't, uh, Jake, it wasn't him at all. So he started to lose his self-confidence and it started to, in fact, the day that I knew that I had to do something was he came home, he sat in the corner crying and said, I feel like a big blob of nothing. That's when a, that, he said that, I was like, whoa. That's a sign where you yeah, got it. Then you're eating away at a kid's confidence where he's not going to want to learn it all. Exactly. That's, that's a different from that's different from a kid just not even wanting to do any schoolwork. And I and I, I can tell you personally, exactly. this this is why Barb, I wanted to bring you on this guy's email, and I hopefully we're clearing up some of this for you, buddy, if you're listening. Third grade, I had to teach literally I, you could you could qualify as a bully. I mean, would get personal with like personal attacks on kids looks and their artwork yeah. and this and it would start yeah. would make comments about their family and it's well no wonder why you're not doing this it's you know knowing your mom i mean it was unbelievable it yeah. was in a, yeah. you know in a, yeah. in a small town i don't know where you, you're based in it but when you're from a small town that that's another element on this that's, thing too because it's yeah. there's a better chance than than not you're going to run into this teacher in real life somewhere I know. And then, and then Jake said that she would walk around the room, this teacher, and push the kids on the shoulder and say in a really mean voice, get to work. Yeah. That's, you know, and stuff like that. I was like, whoa, that's, that, that's really above and over the top. And I want to get into this before we even get into like, you know, tactical action here, what we should do as parents, what we should do as a grandparent, anything here, and, and try to help out some other people. What I love is you turn this into a couple of different books. Um, the first one is really based on stopping bullying through like self-esteem and believe in yourself. But this very same topic on the second book about the teacher being the bully, you worked this into this one too, didn't you? Yeah, I did. And, and basically what I'm trying to have the kids learn from this book is they need to know what, first of all, they need to know what bullying is. And, and they need to know that the difference between teasing just for fun and mean spirited teasing, like out on the playground, I talk about the three different kinds of bullying, you know, like kids on the playground and a computer bullying. Sometimes people will do that. And then the teacher bullying too. But, you know, I basically am saying to the kids, you know, you need to know when somebody's being really mean and hurtful and then tell your parents or whoever takes care of you or somebody that you trust about it. Don't try to fix it yourself. You know, ask for help from somebody. Even if you see Mm. another kid being bullied, you know, go to somebody that you trust and knows that is a nice person and, and let them help you. Don't try to fix it yourself. That's it, a great point to make out there because you really can't. I think I, I remember me being little and probably, uh, you know, this listener's son that you start to isolate for a while because you start to really shut down. Yeah. And that, that's probably the worst thing that can, yeah. that can happen, right? 
Absolutely. Yeah. Because they think, oh, there's something wrong with me. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to do anything or say anything. And like, well, the first book that I wrote about the self-esteem, this little boy across the street said to his mom, I feel invisible. Wow. And she said, well, what do you mean? And he said, well, because like the kids don't pick me when we do Red Rover, Red Rover, come over. Nobody ever picks me until the very end. So after I wrote that book about self-esteem, learning to love yourself just the way you are, um, and he read it, I said, did, did it make you feel better about yourself, Josh? And he said, yeah, it really did. And I said, oh, good. That's great. And <laughs> You know, it's it's like kids. It's so sad. I, some man put a review on on uh, Amazon about that first book. His little niece was real, real thin, and she didn't like the way she looked. And he said after she read the book, he read the book to her. She said, you know, never complained again, and she wow. said she felt good about herself. So wow, I mean, I almost cried when I read that review because I thought, oh, I've helped one kid, two kids, yay! Well, I, I, I tell you <laughs> but, what, and helping the parents too, Barb, because I, I will tell you, we sometimes we're left with no answers. Sometimes it's just great to hear. Yeah, you talk right. about isolation. Sometimes you feel like it's your your kid is the only one being picked on. I know. I know. That is exactly true. And that's why I'm glad my daughter called these other uh, parents because I would have thought that, it, you know, okay, well, this is an isolated incident, but obviously it wasn't. But you know what? I really should have gone further with that. Once we got the no from the principal, and we said we were going to talk about this later, I I suggest most parents go further. If you get a no, don't take no for an answer. You know, go to the, go to the superintendent of schools. If you have to go to the the parent PTA, go to to the, whatever you have to do to get your kid transferred to another class and see if that'll work. Because, you know, rather than having to pull them out, um, you know, they should be able to try something different. And my whole family, they're all teachers. And when I wrote this book and it is kind of controversial because a lot of people are like, Oh, I can't believe you're bashing teachers. (laughs) Well, obviously they've never had a bad experience, but my mom, who I just said is 95 that I take care of. She said, Oh no, no, no. You've got to publish this bar because she said, when I was in a, a teacher and she taught for like 40 years, she said, I'd go into the, to the, um, teacher's lounge and within five minutes I could see or tell and know which mm. teachers were there for the kids and which teachers were just there for the paycheck. Wow. And she could so tell she, right away. And, yeah. And the teachers that, that are really good teachers and they must be outraged more than anybody, more than any parent of a, of a, of a teacher yeah. that's a bully. They probably hate him more than anybody. Absolutely. What's the name of the book? The second one specifically for teacher bullying. What's the title again? It's Timmy Teacup's Terrific and Terrible Tale. A story about school and bullying. Amazon, Walmart, Barnes and Noble are my website, timmyteacup.com. Barb, I think that's the toughest part for for parents, though, is to come together and make that call. You got to figure out at some point later on in life, not where it's going to damage them anymore, where and when do we figure out how to let them tough it out, whether it's you know, later yeah. on in school or it's uh, at their first job or, or whatever it is, because sometimes you have to do that too, right? Right. No, I agree. I totally agree. And I think I was saying before we got cut off there was that I did, I didn't, we didn't jump in right away. I mean, that the, the crying, coming home crying every day was all gone on. It went on for a while. I mean, like at least a month. So, you know, we didn't just jump in there the minute that he came home crying. But after a certain amount of time, you realize it, this isn't getting any better. 
you know, he's not able to handle it. And uh, we, that's when we jumped in, but yeah, I wouldn't, I don't think you should just jump in immediately. Let him try. I mean, but, but the most important thing is to listen to them and find out what's going on and then say, Hey, why don't you try this or try that and and work with them until, and then if nothing works, then jump in. We're like 95% in agreement. The only thing is I think I'd go right to the teacher, (laughs) which is probably the biggest mistake of all. I don't blame you. And a lot of people would, and there's nothing wrong with that absolutely right. nothing wrong with that oh i don't know i probably need to be called on the carpet yeah, yeah. but i but that that's just a dad instinct or a mom is i think i would probably screw it up even worse but anyway but most of all you got no, the not necessarily <laughs> you got hey, the you might scare her so much you might even fix her no she might no. scare me and i might screw the whole thing up who knows <laughs> but i hope we uh, got some information out there and the great thing to do is to check it out too just know that there's help i think the greatest point you made of all barb was that reach out and don't fight this alone as a kid or as a parent because sometimes you're really just do feel isolated when you're in that kind of situation. And the two books again are? Uh, Timmy Teacup Transforms, and that's the one about self-esteem, learning to love yourself just the way you are. And then Timmy Teacup's Terrific and Terrible Tale, a story about school and bullying. 99% of teachers are amazing out there. I don't want people to think that we're bagging on them all. They do great. They do great work. Which is yeah, I, I know. My mom was a t- My daughter, yeah. my brother, everybody's a teacher, and I love teachers. They're <laughs> awesome, but every once in a while you get a bad one. And and, and, and and really, that's why I wrote the book, because I just wanted kids that are out there and parents to, to know, that, you know that this is happening to other people, and you, there's something you can do about it. But the most important thing is a kid that the child knows what to do. And also the parent needs to listen when the child comes home and says, you know, this, 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 and this, don't just discount it, you know, really listen to them because they're probably not lying. (laughs) There's a a reason why they're bringing it up. Barb Daniels, this is one of the toughest parenting issues you can ever really tackle. And you're turning a a tough situation into a positive one. So Barb, thanks so much. We'd love to have you on again. Thank you, Bill. Thank you very much. It was great to be on. Well, there you have it. Another parenting situation handled, well, kind of. Barb handled it. Not sure if I offered all that much, but there you go. If you want to hear anything else, the next parenting situation you run into, we could cover right here. Let me know. Reach out either on a Facebook message at the Cool Dad Rules Facebook page, or you can email me too. It's billadams at hubbardradio.com. Very easy. Thanks for hanging out with me. Thanks as always for spreading it along. We will talk to you very soon. You're a great parent. You can do this. See ya.